Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Good morning, I'm John Hoffman. Human trafficking, sexual solicitation, and tax fraud, all suspected at four St. Joseph County massage parlors. Those businesses and a South Bend home were searched as part of an investigation involving police officers from across Indiana. Top Oriental Massage is one of the businesses in question, and right before four this afternoon, they actually turned on their lights and opened their doors. But their future is a bit uncertain because according to police, these places could close down indefinitely depending on the investigation. An extensive investigation into four St. Joseph County businesses. Human trafficking, sexual solicitation, and tax fraud are suspected at Top Oriental Massage, Best Chinese Massage, and the Relax Placeo in South Bend, and Best Oriental Massage in Granger. Sheriff William Bill Redmond says they've been looking into these accusations for quite some time. I am not surprised by this. This is something that's been on our radar, and, and for me as sheriff, that's something we've been talking about for a period of time. So far, police have seized thousands of pages of financial records and more than $88,000 in cash from the businesses and the owner's home on Buckhorn Drive in South Bend. Reportedly, multiple women were living inside each of the massage parlors. Investigators interviewed nine customers, 12 employees who were also considered victims, and the managers and owners. A Mandarin Chinese interpreter was brought in to help communicate with the victims. Happy to the fact that we have two victims at least cooperating. So we're hoping because of that information that'll be helpful to our investigation because oftentimes we don't get that cooperation because victims are um, traumatized because of what's going on. They're afraid to talk. Based on information they have so far, police can confirm that at least some of the women have been forced to work against their will. Some of the victims also saying that sexual activity has occurred with the customers. St. Joseph County is the lead agency, but they're working with multiple agencies across Indiana, including the Indiana State Police and IRS. If you see something, say something, and that's exactly what happened here, is there were some concerns about the businesses, uh, what they were uh, doing inside those walls of those businesses. It was brought to our attention, and we began to investigate. No arrests have been made right now, but depending on the outcome of the investigation, there's potential for felonies at the state and federal level, according to Sheriff Redmond. And the two women that provided information are getting help back to their home countries. WSBT 22's Erica Finke reporting. Calls for change from several community groups concerned about the leadership at South Bend Schools. As the school board evaluates Superintendent Todd Cummings, these groups are campaigning to have him. Board members told me this month is Dr. Cummings' annual review. Black Lives Matter, NAACP, and others are now asking for him to be removed and to find someone new. Community members are calling on the school board of trustees to fire Todd Cummings. Monday, several groups stood united and shared concerns, issues ranging from Dr. Cummings' qualifications to education, specifically for African-American students in South Bend schools. According to recent data, the problems have exacerbated and things have only gotten worse. African-American students continue to be disproportionately suspended and expelled, and the data shows that the disparity has gotten worse, averaging 65% 
of all suspensions and expulsion being given to black students. Black Lives Matter told WSBT 22 they were specifically referencing the annual report on the status of consent decree implementation dated November 16th, 2020. Page 21 of that report did show an increase of out-of-school suspensions for black students for the 2019 to 2020 school year compared to the previous school year. Dr. Todd Cummings became superintendent in the summer of 2019. In addition to the disciplinary concerns, the group also questioned the educational performance of South Bend schools. Dr. Todd Cummings has been duplicitous in explaining the inequities and poor academic performance within our elementary schools. 11 out of 15 schools are failing, according to the Indiana Department of Education. Reports from the Department of Education do show 13 South Bend Elementary schools do not meet expectations, with Coquillard, Wilson, and Measle receiving a state grade of F from 2017 to 2020. Several other schools during that same time received C's and D's. But those reports cited during Monday's news conference all reflect a time largely before Cummings was superintendent. In addition, the Indiana DOE did not require annual assessments in 2019 to 2020 due to the pandemic. Board President John Anella declined an interview today but sent me this text message stating, quote, being the superintendent of a large public school district is a challenging job. Dr. Cummings is working to improve academic outcomes for our students. Board President John Anella sent me another text message and went on to say these claims are old criticisms and opinions that have been around. I tried several times yesterday and again today to talk directly to Dr. Cummings. Today, a representative from South Bend Schools said Superintendent Cummings declined to comment on any questions I had and would not give a reason why. WSBT 22's Ashley Dagger reporting. Major changes to the South Bend Community School Corporation's transportation department seem to be making a difference. In the spring of 2021, most South Bend school buses were dropping kids late to school every day. This school year, there's been a marked improvement, and the school district says it's saving millions of dollars. Last summer, the South Bend School Board approved a three-tier system of school bell times. At the beginning of this school year, there were major changes for all students in South Bend Community School Corporation. The school district restructured school bell times. Elementary school started at 7.30, high school started at 8.30, and middle school started at 9.30. The shift to this three-tiered schedule was a big change, but school leaders say it is paying off. School is over and report cards are in. For South Bend School's Transportation Department, grades were a mixed bag. A D minus. Mm -hmm. I would have given an A. What do you think, bud? Probably a. Transportation Director LaToya King admits it was probably somewhere in between. If I look back over the year and I compared it to last year, um, I, I would say we're probably at a C plus. King says the changes to school bell times made a huge difference, but there is still progress to be made. We're not where I want us to be as a whole. According to the school district, in the spring of 2021, about 164 buses were running a day and only about 57 of those buses were on time. That means 65% of those buses were late, most of them in the middle and high schools, some of them as much as two hours late. In fact, several times, middle schools were put on two-hour delay because there weren't enough bus drivers to get kids to school on time. That was King's first year running the transportation department, and she knew something needed to change. I inherited a system that was not working and had been pretty much like that for over a decade or more. Last year, we knew that we had to make some changes. 
we knew that the service that we were providing to our community, to our families, was not sufficient. When the school district switched to the three-tier system at the beginning of this school year, the transportation department was able to run fewer buses. That meant it needed fewer drivers. That saved the district millions of dollars. Not only that, but most kids arrived to school on time. According to the school district, about 145 buses were running daily, and about 94% of them were on time. Of the 6% that were late, most were only one minute to about 20 minutes late. We've come a long way, um, and within less than a year to make the changes that we've made, um, I would say it's significant. King says the three-tier system paid off. And she says the district has put a bigger emphasis on bus driver morale. Right now, negotiations for an increase in driver pay are ongoing. So, of course, getting drivers, you know, to buy in was a big part of that. Um, so that tremendously helped our, um, helped our absenteeism. Um, so now we have drivers that are excited about coming to work. Changes still need to be made. Kennedy primary start time will change this upcoming school year after parent feedback and more technology will be added to track buses and students. When I took this position, I told our board members, I said, you know, I said, you know, we're going to make some changes. It's going to take time, but I guarantee you will be better. But King admits it will take a lot more work to earn A+. King also says the parent complaint call volume is down significantly. Before the changes, the transportation department would get around 600 to 700 calls a day. Now, they still get complaints, but it's down to about 50 a day. WSBT 22's Kristen Bean reporting. Governor Eric Holcomb says it's one of the biggest projects Indiana has ever seen. The South Shore Line's double track project is underway. Construction started in March, but the governor came this week to celebrate this investment, which he believes will connect the northwest section of Indiana to the future, celebrating a project decades in the making. Governor Holcomb visited Michigan City to take a look. Governor Eric Holcomb, Senator Ty Dung, and several other state representatives came here to recognize the progress going on for the South Shore Double Track Project. From Chicago to Michigan City, there will soon be two tracks making it possible for more and quicker trains. Just that idea can help those living here if they need to commute or visit. However, what they want the most is to bring people to Northwest Indiana. Close to Chicago, Governor Eric Holcomb believes this can make it easier to sell the area to those looking to move away from the city or Illinois in general. Not only the people, but the businesses that may be looking for somewhere to relocate or start up. He says this double track project has been decades in the making. It's not even just this project alone, but this will help connect it all together. In broadband internet, in trails, in roads, in uh, our airports, uh, and in our water ports. All that, all those pieces of the puzzle snap together to make us uh, no longer the, just the crossroads of America. We're the, we're truly the epicenter of where commerce and and residential business uh, can uh, not just meet its expectations but exceed them. The double track is expected to be complete by the summer of 2024. WSBT 22's DJ Manu reporting. We will get less bang for the buck on fireworks for the 4th of July this year. Prices have skyrocketed largely because of shipping costs. Local shops say fireworks from China are stuck in port because food and other goods are a higher priority. Now industry experts say shipping costs have more than tripled, an impact that accounts for nearly half the cost of a typical firework. As fireworks shops pop up for the 4th of July, costs for the small businesses are skyrocketing. Industry experts blame labor shortages and supply chain challenges. 98% of fireworks are made in China, and that's having a major impact here at home. Shipping went up. It went from 8500 
to about 40000 just for a shipping container. After demand for backyard fireworks boomed in 2020, when many towns canceled professional shows, thousands of retailers nationwide sold out of fireworks because of extreme shortages. This year, Spiderworks Fireworks says standard items like sparklers are hard to come by. They've been working since last year to stay stocked up on larger popular items. We started buying product again right away. We wanted to make sure that we could start replenishing the stock that we had available. However, the family-owned store in Mishawaka is competing with increased gas prices and inflation at the grocery store this year. Those costs stretch a family's budget for fun activities like fireworks. I know what it's like to be on a budget. I don't want anybody to feel like they can't get something great because the prices went nuts. Drave says the store is working hard to prevent passing the buck onto customers. She says that means walking a fine line between keeping the doors open and making sure people can celebrate the 4th. We're a mom-and-pop place. We've been in the community since 88. All of the money that we make goes back into the local economy. Um, we buy our groceries here. We send our kids to school here. Um, we spend our money going to the fair and the park. We Everything goes back here. Local shop owners suggest buying fireworks early this year. As it gets closer to Independence Day, many options may not be available. WSBT 22's Ronnie Doss reporting. It's now over a year since a man was shot and killed and four others were injured outside the Heavenly Goat Brewery in Heritage Square. Mishawaka officials are sharing how they're planning to prevent other situations like this in the future. The family held a vigil in his honor on Monday. And they're remembering 26-year-old Victor Kyle Jr. and his, his family is frustrated with the lack of progress in this case. But I spoke with the Mishawaka mayor and Common Council president about a proposed or possible ordinance aiming to stop tragedies like this from happening. June 20th, 2021. Between 80 and 100 shots rang out in Heritage Square at 4 in the morning following a Juneteenth party at the Heavenly Goat. Investigators say they discovered two promoters of the event didn't hire security like they were supposed to. Common Council President Greg Hixenbaugh says they're still in conversations about creating a temporary event permit process that could help prevent problems like the Heavenly Goat. And he says it could come as soon as this summer. Striking the proper balance between addressing events such as the tragedy that occurred at the Heavenly Goat, but balancing that need for public safety with the need for the responsible business entities in the community. Since the shooting, the Heavenly Goat has closed. Mayor Dave Wood says they came down hard on the business and others in the community that were problematic. In fact, we have shut down working with outside agencies. We've shut down a couple of businesses this year who were not necessarily good actors uh, who uh, had tried uh, or had a history of creating nuisances uh, around Mishawaka. The case is still being investigated by Mishawaka police. And while the assistant chief says no new information has come in, Mayor Wood believes justice will be found. They have not given up on it. In fact, uh, still proceed uh, to deal with, uh, you know, maybe uh, suspects as they emerge. Uh, we certainly depend on the public to share information with us. So, so we're not giving up on it. And again, police say this is still an active case and they're asking the public for any tips. WSBT 22's Erica Finke reporting. Views and opinions expressed are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the views of WSBT Radio, its staff or management. Join us next week for Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 